by tomorrow at the latest. New York City Sanitation Commissioner Catherine Garcia has a lot of planning to do. This is also a very difficult storm to prepare for. We have cold air in the beginning, and then we have a period of moisture and rain, and then we have cold air on the back end. And we're very close to where that freezing line is going to be. It's been a tough Thanksgiving weekend all across the U.S. Heavy storms yesterday dropped big snow from California to the upper Midwest. Airlines have been canceling flights. They're just clearing some roads in the far west today. Britain's looking for answers as politicians seek to pin the blame elsewhere for a breakdown in a security system that precipitated Friday's London stabbing that took the lives of two people. This is SRN News. Larry Elder explains what the deep state is all about. The um, obsession to get this man out of office, the expression deep state, these guys thought they were patriots. James Comey thought he was a patriot. Strzok, McCabe, they thought they were patriots. They were intrepid warriors for all the right. That's what makes them so dangerous. The Larry Elder Show. Afternoons at 5 on AM 1280. The Patriot. Intelligent Radio. The best and longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities is right here on The Patriot. Join Mitch Berg and Brad Carlson of the Northern Alliance Radio Network every Saturday and Sunday afternoon at 1, because each week the Narn brings you the best in local, political, and conservative talk. It's the Narn, Saturday and Sundays, 1 to 3, right here on The Patriot. Let's take a look at your Twin Cities forecast from the Great Plains Windows and Doors Weather Center. We're in a winter weather advisory till 3 o'clock this afternoon, high of 31, low of 7. And we got Mitch Berg filling in for Brad Carlson right now on the Narn. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing. The show that is making talk radio great again, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. My name, Mitch Berg, not Brad Carlson. I am, in fact, in for Brad today. Brad's off on assignment in much the same way that I was off on assignment yesterday, i.e., we had uh, we had swapped uh, jobs for today. And we had swapped jobs because of, well, the, the, the holidays. We'll, we'll talk about that in a moment here. But before I get down to actual brass tacks here today, I must uh, I'd be remiss if I didn't uh, make this public service announcement. Attention all Minnesotans. There is a winter weather advisory underway. Stay warm and home and in front of a fire in your slippers. If you leave home, you will die and be found in a ditch in spring. Maybe if the wolves don't get to you first. Closed circuit to all North Dakota natives in the audience. Set condition green plus. Consider zipping your jackets. It might be a little brisk out there. So uh, I am here in for Brad today. Actually, all kidding aside, I am here today because of the weather. And I almost wasn't here because of the weather. The, the streets in St. Paul are are a dismal mess. And, and that will lead us to the first topic of the day. Actually, I had planned on going back to uh, the native state, North Dakota, to visit my parents. My dad lives in the southeast part of the state. My mom uh, got the northwest half in the divorce. And uh, so it's an 1,100-mile round trip altogether. And when the weather is nice, I kid you not, I love driving across North Dakota, even in the winter. Something about driving across North Dakota uh, 
the the high plains, the rolling drift prairie into up and down the uh, the Missouri Valley uh, on the final leg up to my mom's place. Just incredibly beautiful. James Lilacs put it well once upon a time. He said, by the way, he's a native of Fargo, which is technically North Dakota. Well, literally North Dakota, but I mean, it's sort of the San Francisco, New York, Chicago of North Dakota, the the, the little blue enclave uh, of North Dakota, all due respect to James, uh, who certainly has earned his spurs as, as a non-blue American since I first met him in 1986, 87. Uh, he put it well once. He said, driving across North Dakota is, say what you will about it, but the sky is a painting, a gorgeous painting that changes every 20 minutes. And he kind of nailed it. In When the weather is, isn't bad, say in the summer when there's not a, a tornado chasing you down the road, or in the winter uh, when, when the weather is, is decent, when the wind is down, when it's not snowing and, and the wind isn't blowing at 40 miles an hour or more, it's incredibly gorgeous, and the farther you get west of the Red River Valley, the more gorgeous it gets. I mean, the Badlands, everyone knows. Yes, they're 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 very beautiful, but even just driving up the Missouri Valley from Bismarck to Minot, past Garrison Dam, is just so incredibly gorgeous. Just the sky up above you, and and the the, the plains rolling downhill towards the mighty Missouri. Just a, a landscape that hasn't changed much since the first pioneers came here, and before that, since the first Native Americans uh, came strolling down the river from Siberia after the, one of the ice ages way back when. It, it's an incredibly beautiful experience, unless there is snow and a howling wind, in which case you get the very real sense that Mother Nature is like the mother that Kathy Bates played in 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 uh what was that one movie where she was trying to kill the kids you you get the impression that mother nature is is like what was the one movie where where, where the, the movie star kept hitting her kids with the uh Joan Crawford thank you uh you you get the impression that that mother nature is more like Joan Crawford except instead of hitting you with a stiletto uh, she's hitting you with a pickaxe and the mother nature is trying to extinguish you as you're driving across say even down the freeway uh, on a night like uh, on a day like well yesterday was driving as i found out the weather was going to be i i planned this trip for some time to go up and see my parents uh take off on wednesday come back well today and then i found winter storm as i was leaving the twin cities on wednesday another one thursday as i was going to be trekking from jamestown to minot and then another one yesterday as i would have been headed home uh basically three days out of five with life-threatening conditions in one sense or another and i thought you know what i'll go back for christmas (laughs) i'll bag the trip here and of course because of the weather i neglected well figured i didn't need to record the evergreen Thanksgiving broadcast I planned on last year. And, of course, then yesterday happened, another winter storm happened. And let's be honest, today, getting out to the station was a little sporty. And when I say sporty, I mean 35E was in good shape. If you're out there driving today, I know there's a little bit of snow been falling since I got to the station this morning, but maybe two hours ago. But it's not bad. The 35W isn't bad. The only time I really felt in any great danger today, as yesterday when I was driving home, was on the streets of St. Paul. 
And that segues us into uh, the subject for the first part of the show here today. When you elect a city government, you expect them to do, really, when you get right down to it, three jobs. Keep the streets from shaking your fillings out. Arrest the criminals. And if you live north of the Mason-Dixon line, if you live especially in a snowy area uh, where the city has taken on this responsibility unto itself, plow the stinking snowy streets. And there was a time you could expect that to happen in Minneapolis and St. Paul. You could. I remember when I moved down to the Twin Cities and, and getting the realization that here, as in my native North Dakota, this is one of the things, one of the three things that city government had to take seriously. Make the streets not shake your car into useless, inexpensive pieces. Arrest those who break the public order and get the snow off the road so heading out onto the public byways isn't taking your life into your own hands. And for years, while the inhabitants and the population would joke about both cities, I remember joking about Minneapolis's snow clearance when I lived there, and back during the 1980s joking, hey, at least St. Paul has it more or less figured out here, and then moving to St. Paul and having the same joke in response the other way across the river. Fact is, at one point, they seemed to take the job somewhat seriously. Fast forward to the St. Paul I live and pay taxes in today, like uh, some number of our audience here. Uh, I last night driving, okay, during the middle of a snowstorm, you can expect it, things to be a little bit sporty. And I was not disappointed <laughs> driving home last night, probably, I don't know, six at night after dark, six thirty, seven o'clock. I think whenever it was, I got home driving past the midway target, uh, seeing a, a fender bender, someone slide into someone on the sloppy, greasy roads, not completely unexpected in the middle of a snowfall. I, I don't expect the city of St. Paul, no matter who the mayor is, I mean, whether the, the mayor was a, a competent Republican like Norm Coleman became in office, Republican, not competent. I mean, he, was, he was a perfectly competent mayor even when he was a DFLer, as mayors go. Uh, Mel Carter can't plow the streets. He doesn't plow the streets. He's a mayor, not a plow driver, but he, the buck in theory stops with him. The fact is, during the Coleman administration, the nuts and bolts of city government got done generally fairly well. You can disagree with the way he handled the financial shop there. He was certainly not a doctrinaire, conservative, budget-cutting, tax-slashing, Barry Goldwater-style hawk. He became a Republican because uh, the Democratic Party kicked him out. He was too far to the right, as indeed, in all fairness, he was. He represented a part of the St. Paul DFL that really doesn't exist anymore, uh, a part of the DFL that first got drummed over to the Republican Party and then, well, let's be honest, moved to Invergrove Heights or White Bear or Forest Lake and helped contribute to making those places pretty hard red. But today is another story. Now, I am thankful, I should say, over Thanksgiving week, that uh, the weekend after Thanksgiving, for one thing, and that is, unlike trash collection, St. Paul's 
elites, meaning the busybodies with ELCA hair that live in Ham, uh, uh, in St. Anthony Park, Merriam Park, Highland Park, most of the parks, Crocus Hill, Union Park, Desnoyer Park, the 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 the, the, not the biddies and and duffers who are part of the nonprofit industrial complex that really is the power base of the St. Paul DFL, the people who were behind banning smoking in St. Paul bars two years before the rest of the state, the people who were behind socialized trash collection in St. Paul because they're working at home during the day so they can actually fuss about the trucks in their alleys in a way that those of us who actually, you know, work for a living don't get to. Uh, they, they, one thing, one battle they haven't managed to win yet, although you know it's in the crosshairs of their political gun sites. Can I say gun sites around people like this? They all hate guns too. Well, I'm going to do it because it's my show. Anyway, the next thing that's in their crosshairs... <laughs> I'm such a stinker, is alley plowing. Because in St. Paul, the one last remaining bit of free enterprise permitted in public areas is the plowing of one's alley. And what that involves is every block uh, or or groups of people coming up with some way, some system of getting their alleys behind their house, if they have an alley behind their plows, coming up with a way to get it plowed out. Now, for the 24 years I've lived in my neighborhood, we've had the same system. A guy who lives across the alley from me, the only other Republican on the block, as luck would have it, uh, takes up a collection, 20 bucks a year. Everyone pitches into the kitty. There's usually a few houses that don't. But between us, between the 24 houses on the block, they usually collect, I don't know, three, 400 bucks to give to a guy who happens to live on the block, which is really nice. We flip him 400 bucks and say, hey, since you got to get out of the alley to get to work anyway, here's 400 bucks. Make sure you put the blade down and plow this puppy out. And kid you not. Every time a winter storm comes through, our alley is clean enough to eat off of minutes after the uh, the snow stops. It actually gets plowed several times during the storm. So, I mean, you could actually hold city council meetings and concerts in our alley. I think you could, you could eat off the alley um, shortly, I mean, several times during any storm. Other neighborhoods have to go a little farther afield to find a plow driver, but, hey, they're willing to get paid. It doesn't take them long. It's easy money. If it's not too snowy of a winter, it's all profit. And I mean, if you have a brown Christmas, that's all profit to the plow drivers, but that's okay. It's a, it's a gamble you take. Other alley, other neighborhoods, I've heard of other blocks who will get together and just team up their, their snow blowers and shovels and manually plow the whole thing out the way people shoveled out alleys in the 1700s with their snow blowers and shovels. And it works. It's a community event, kind of like an old-fashioned Amish barn raising. Other alleys just say, yeah, we don't know. We don't care. Nobody can take charge of this, and so we are going to be basically impassable in a bad year. It happens. You, you take your chances when you pay your tickets. I happen to be blessed with a very good alley, a, a very good block, a good neighborhood as far as that kind of thing goes. So that's one thing that gets done well in St. Paul. One of the things, however, that along with snow plowing that you expect a city government to do is enforce the laws. And this ties in with something we talked about on the Saturday show last week. So we'll come back with that. 651-289-4488, the number to call. Hope you can join me right here, right now, AM 1280, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Go nowhere. 
I'll be right back. Let it snow. Man, it doesn't show signs of stopping. And I brought me some corn for pie. Guys, waking up over and over to urinate is not okay. But now you can reduce those nighttime bathroom trips with the ingredients in Super Beta Prostate P3 Advanced. We're talking about less urges to urinate at night, less bathroom trips during the day, and better bladder emptying. It's like taking three prostate supplements in one. You can try a full 30-day bottle of P3 Advanced, free. Just pay shipping and handling. No strings attached, no obligations, and no commitments to buy. This is a 30-day supply, absolutely free. Call 1-800-424-9446. Superbeta Prostate is the best-selling brand in major retailers like Walmart. But for this no-strings-attached free bottle, you must call now. Call 1-800-424-9446. Don't miss out on this unprecedented free offer. 1-800-424-9446. 1-800-424-9446. Good day. Welcome to our show, eh? Yeah, good day to you, eh? The guys from Premier Pool and Spa have been harping on you to go in and see what's different about an Arctic hot tub. Yeah, and have you done it yet? I don't think so. You know, you can get into the tubs right there on the Premier Pool and Spa showroom floor. It's not only okay, it's absolutely recommended. Take off, eh? I mean, how would you know if it's comfortable if you've never sat in one? Yeah, for sure. It's kind of like when they give out samples at the supermarket. You know, I tried some of that fancy cheese with the coffee crumbles on the outside the other day. I loved it. Now that's all the missus and I buy. Yeah, it's the same thing at Premier Pool and Spa. Take a sample dip in an Arctic hot tub or spa. You can sit in them wet or dry, but you got to see for yourself if it's a comfortable fit. Arctic hot tubs are truly a cold-weather spa, and Minnesota winters are just what these spas are made for, eh? Don't wait. Get into Premier Pool and Spa in Chanhassen today. Premier Pool and Spa, where we take fun seriously. Online at premierpools.com. Grab a cup of coffee and help Gallagher's Army at Lucky Station. Hi, it's Mike Gallagher. You know Gallagher's Army provides financial assistance to the families of fallen officers when they need it most, as soon as a tragedy occurs. When you buy a cup of coffee at any Lucky's Station convenience store, they're going to make a donation to Gallagher's Army, the Fallen Officer Fund. There's a Lucky's Station store in every corner of the metro. Find them online at luckysstations.com. That's luckys with an S, stations with an S.com. Cups for cops from Lucky's Stations. What do basketball, choir, drama club, and marching band all have in common? They're all high school activities that offer learning opportunities not necessarily found in the classroom. They take up just a fraction of a typical Minnesota high school's budget, and they go a long way to giving young people the tools they need to thrive. High school activities, they're more than extracurricular. They're extra important, too. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. AM 12A, The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. Hey, don't forget, this year, the second time around, it's the return of the Christmas Mortgage Miracle. What we're looking to do is pay your rent or mortgage for all of next year. You can enter to win once a day at am12athepatriot.com. But wait, there's more. There are even ways to get bonus entries. So be sure to check in daily 
at the VIP Fan Club page. Did I say VIP Fan Club? Why, yes. Uh, you can go to am12athepatriot.com, uh, register for the VIP Fan Club, and get extra shots to register for the Mortgage Miracle. Think of all the money you could save and, and what you could do with it. The average American, especially in the Twin Cities here, a place that used to be a fairly inexpensive market but is no longer, uh, thanks to the housing density situation, uh, is around $1,500 a month, between $1,500 and $2,000 a month. Let's go right in the middle there, $1,800 a month. That uh, comes down to about $20,000 in a year, whether between rent or mortgages or all, all, all of any housing bill. Imagine the kind of money with having that extra money in your pocket for a year. The possibilities are, well, not endless, but $20,000, pretty darn good. Whatever it is you make, get signed up. Uh, AM12Athepatriot.com. Join the, the, the fan club. Uh, get into the Christmas Mortgage Miracle. Enter once a day or more if you can get away with it, thanks to the fan club. By the way, the Mortgage Miracle is brought to you by Tom Matani. Of the uh, new American funding. Thank you, Tom. Great to have this again. This is a great promotion here, by the way. So we expect city government to do three things. We're talking about this, uh, the St. Paul under Melvin Carter, which, by the way, has continued to fall apart at things that the Chris Coleman administration kept doing worse and worse and worse during uh, the former mayor's 12 years misoccupying that office. Uh, so, in an extent, Mayor Carter is inheriting the situation that was left to him by his predecessor, uh, during which time city services got much, much, much more expensive, but delivered much, 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 much less in terms of results. Now, Mayor Carter and the city council that uh, he works, for, let's be honest, works for, uh, is, is less... I mean, there's less there than meets the eye, as Winston Churchill once said about Clement Attlee. Uh, Mayor Carter uh, leads the first city council in, in, as, uh, that I can remember in the history of St. Paul City government that has no experience whatsoever uh, on, in, in pub, uh, private sector work. I think the last St. Paul City Councilor that had ever worked in the private sector other than, I don't know, in McDonald's in high school, if that, was Pat Harris, who left... Uh, the city council what, a couple of years ago anyway. And he was a moderate DFL or who of the type who would never be elected again in St. Paul, not until some apocalypse makes conservatives out of everyone and left in society. Let's be honest. So literally you have a mayor and city council whose entire frame of reference about governance is being the public sector and the nonprofit industrial complex, which really is just a grant-driven extension of the public sector. The neighborhood councils, the various nonprofits, the public sector unions, that's where they come from. And I was thinking about that this morning as I was driving to the station, hearing that the freeways weren't bad. And, and by the way, outside my impeccably plowed alley, <clears throat> uh, my the, the main street in front of my house uh, is a snow emergency route, so it, thankfully, was plowed up pretty well. The side street to get me from the alley to the street won't be plowed until the city's ultimate snow plow. The sun takes care of it sometime in April, no doubt here. It will be like driving down a Chilean goat path the entire time. But all of that faded into the past, literally and physically, as I went over the hump, uh, over Selby Avenue, down Hamlin, 
and took a left onto Eight Mill Road. Now, if you don't live in St. Paul, I'll explain it to you. St. Paul has one little benefit to people who live in St. Paul. We have all these little four-lane arteries to nowhere, from nowhere, that only St. Paulians seem to know about, or at least did until recently. Pierce Butler route, which is the best way to get from the West Midway over to Frogtown in a hurry. Uh, Phelan Parkway, which takes you from the north end way out to the far east side uh, in in some style. It's a fairly new road, so it's kind of nice, actually, if you need to get out to the east side for whatever reason. Uh, it, it gets you past the drunk drivers and the shootouts in some style. Uh, and then there's Aid Mill Road, which takes you from the middle of the midway, from roughly Snelling and Selby, down to 35E relatively quickly. I say relatively quickly because St. Paul, again, like all city governments, has three jobs to do. Plow the streets, fix the roads, arrest criminals. Now, I had been reading about the last latest round of shootings in St. Paul in the midway, the north end, the east side last night. Nobody dead last I checked, but uh, still gunfire blazing as I drove left onto Aid Mill Road and turned down that little four-lane arterial, which has not been maintained in quite some time. How long, I do not know. All I know is that I was gripping down on my teeth, gritting my teeth hard, not out of anger so much as trying to keep my fillings from rattling out of their places in my denture, in my, in my, in my uh, teeth. No, I don't wear dentures, just to be clear on that. And I want to keep it that way because, frankly, sometimes Aid Mill Road rattles your suspension so hard you can feel the bolts shearing and you can feel the fillings in your teeth shaking their way out. So I drive with my teeth clenched down Aid Mill Road to keep my teeth from bashing together as, as they rattle down the road. And then there's one turn. Just as Aid Mill Road ends and turns and, and constricts down to one lane to become the uphill on-ramp, it goes around a blind corner that for some reason, even even on a, on a rainy day, is a slick death trap of a, of a blind corner. And, and when it's icy out, it's a combination blind curve and bridge that goes uphill. And so if you're going along too fast, it's really easy to A, spin out and slide around, B, not see someone in front of you who has spun out and, and gotten halfway off the road and wind up with a multi-car crash. And the road's in that state to a great extent because the neighbors, just going through Crocus Hill, which, while it doesn't end in park, is also the home of the people with clout, the people who install the likes of Melvin Carter in our current city council and our current school board in office, and they have had a hate-hate relationship with Aid Mill Road going back 40 years, 50 years, long before I came to St. Paul. They want it shut down, even as people who live elsewhere in the city want it opened up and connected between 94 and 35E. And when the battle comes down in St. Paul City Hall between the people from the parks, St. Anthony Park, Crocus, uh, St. Anthony Park, Highland Park, Merriam Park, Union Park, Desnoyer Park, Battle Creek and Crocus Hill. Well, the parks and Crocus Hill always win. 
And the strategy seems to be let the road fall apart so no one drives it. If they can't get the city to bulldoze it or turn it into a bike path, which is on the agenda somewhere, although the funding is not yet, uh, then the idea is if you can't get the city to tear it up and, and throw it away for you, then at least let it become too horrible to drive on. And so the city council resists any repair work, much less connection work. You know where the the cloud is in St. Paul. So two of the three jobs completely let down. Side streets, uh, a swampy morass, and the road, at least the road I take to the station most days this last 16 years, uh, basically the sort of things you might have found in rural East Germany before the fall of the Berlin Wall, a rutted, horrendous mess uh, that was also, just to make it interesting, slippery. Slippery and slidey and unplowed because, I don't know, the city apparently doesn't want to risk the suspensions of its plow trucks. So we got crime. We got unplowed streets, streets that in some cases never get plowed all winter long. Oh, and by the way, some that literally can't be plowed all winter long because those same idiot neighbors who have inflicted all these other stupid policies on the city also have a habit of putting little traffic circles in the middle of these narrow little streets to slow traffic down, kind of like those roundabouts that you have in the suburbs, uh, except they're on these little tiny streets that were designed back during the horse and carriage era. And they're small for cars even now, and which now constrict these side streets down to be so small that a plow can't make it around them. And so literally, you have a government that can't plow the streets, and in some cases, intentionally makes them impossible to plow and can't solve crime, which leads us back to the main subject of the hour, a subject we talked about last week on the Saturday edition of the show, during which I mercilessly mocked and taunted Star Tribune editor Patricia Lopez uh, for putting her foot in it up to the knee. What am I talking about? Oh, we'll get back to that in a moment here. Uh, 651-289-4488, Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. This is an urgent health notice for all residents suffering from back, neck, knee, and wrist pain. You may qualify for a pain-relieving brace at little or no cost to you, but the deadline is fast approaching. Simply call the Health Alert Hotline now. You heard right. You may qualify for a pain-relieving back, neck, knee, or wrist brace. These items may even be covered by Medicare or your private insurance. The Health Alert Hotline is your brace company. These specialized braces have been tested for pain relief. Call us toll-free right now to determine your eligibility and to learn how to use your private insurance or Medicare to minimize your out-of-pocket cost. Don't wait. If the deadline passes, you may lose your opportunity to get a pain-relieving back, neck, knee, or wrist brace at little or no cost to you. 800-296-1261. 800-296-1261. 800-296-1261. That's 800-296-1261. 
you hear a lot of business people talk about core values these days. That sounds all well and good, but if you're like me, you're just not quite sure what it means until you come across a company like Cormark Metals. Owners Diane and John Dormanen founded the company 27 years ago on a basic principle, provide quality products with outstanding service. You can rely on Cormark Metals to help you reach your goals. Their innovative solutions will keep your business and projects running smoothly, whether you're looking to manufacture a product to bring to market, needing thousands of parts fabricated to impeccable standards, or building a trailer in your garage. Cormark Metals will ensure you meet your goal. To find out more about their extensive stock of metal hardware or to explore their menu of fabrication and design services, join them at CormarkMetals.com. That's CormarkMetals.com or get inspired by visiting them in Minneapolis just off of Washington with plenty of free parking. Cormark Metals, values that hit the mark. How does the baby move in your tummy? How does the baby eat? Can the baby hear me? How did the baby get in there? Wow, a pregnancy can sure generate a lot of questions. But what's important is that a baby is a baby, inside and out of the womb. Not just after birth, but nine months before at conception. That's right, every baby is a miracle. Hello, my name is Marianne Kuharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives or assistance or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org or better yet, simply dial pound 250 on your cell phone and say the key word pro-life. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. AM twelve eighty, the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network six five one two eight nine four four eight eight, or you can join me on Twitter at hashtag Narn Show. That's N A R N Show. The Northern Alliance Radio Network going on sixteen years of dominating Twin Cities weekend radio. Hey, speaking of dominance, America's team, the Bison, are back. That's North Dakota State, by the way. And, and by the way, they came to kick butt and chew gum. And they are fresh out of gum. Check out all the action on the North Dakota State uh, Bison football season on our sister station, a- Business 1440. Last year, the herd went undefeated and picked up a record seventh FCS championship over eight seasons. See the full schedule and stream the games at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. As we play in Frisco next week, I will be uh, maybe attending a party or two. As the Herd, a.k.a. America's team and their fans, America's fans, come together to cheer on righteousness yet again. That's right, next week, uh, the 7th of December, that's uh, Saturday night. By the way, will be uh, hopefully the championship game uh, coming up here. We'll, uh, at least the end of the season here. Much more to talk about here. Speaking of next week, uh, it's also Elephant in the Room's winter tour. I say that somewhat sardonically because uh, with my band Elephant in the Room, it uh, it's it's kind of feasty or family. Uh, although it's been more feast lately here, we've had uh, a couple, one or two gigs a month for for a while now. 
after going four months with nothing. Uh, but when they come on, they come on thick and fast. And this weekend, this coming weekend, Friday, December 6th, uh, no exception. Actually, it's our we call it the winter tour because two gigs, two towns, two nights. Friday, uh, we're going to be playing up at Neighbors Bar in uh, Albertville, way up in the northwest side. Never been there before, our first time up there, but uh, we're hoping to absolutely blow the doors off the place. So if you live in the northwest burbs, or just don't mind taking on a little trek on a winter night to have a good time with uh, my favorite cover band, come on by, Neighbors in Albertville. I'll be posting more information at Shot in the Dark and on Facebook later on this week, so stick around for that. Or if you're more of a northeast burbs kind of guy or east metro kind of guy, Saturday night... December 7th, we're going to be at the Stillwater Lanes and Lounge in Stillwater. It's out on uh, 30, uh, just south of 36 on Omaha. Basically, go out to Omaha, uh, hang a right, and go south two blocks. The big building looks like a bowling alley. Is a bowling alley. And uh, stop on in. Uh, it's actually a pretty nice room to play. They seem to like us. We definitely like them. It, they, it has something I think a lot of our audience likes. Those edge of the metro drink and food prices. I mean, it's not the same as going to a place in Minneapolis or with a ten dollar cocktails. No, you'll be amazed at how little you spend. If you're a cheap date like me, <laughs> you're gonna love the tab at the end of the night. Plus, hey, we're playing out there. It's uh, me, John, Tor, uh, Paul. And former producer Tommy, Tommy the H-Bomb Win, uh, lead singer of the band. And if you haven't heard him sing, uh, strap in. I mean, the guy can do Robert Plant and Axl Rose and uh, and actually something else. A little surprise coming up this weekend. New song here uh, in the annals of people who can hit the high notes uh, coming up this we- uh, this coming weekend. That don't, I think that's the kind of stuff that most band most bands pack the gear to try and play. So looking for that. Uh, this coming Friday in Albertville at Neighbors. This coming Saturday at the Stillwater Bowl and Lounge in Stillwater. I uh, hope you can stop by, check us out. It's going to be a lot of fun. 651-289-4488. That was a long promo. I get it. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll, I'll dial it back a little bit here. Anyway, we're talking about the inability of the city of St. Paul to do the three most important basic jobs the city has. And no, one of them is not collecting the trash. Anyway, the three jobs are keep the roads from destroying your car, something that the Chris Coleman administration was notoriously inept at and that that Melvin Carter hasn't improved on a whole lot. I'm being charitable. Uh, Deal with the crime wave that has enveloped the city and uh, plow the snow. Well, my, my commentary about the snow plowing uh, is, is it, it usually doesn't kill people, although it does happen. It, it makes life in a city, especially an expensive, high-tax city like St. Paul, a little bit vexing. Uh, kind of adds insult to injury, in, injury to insult. Either way, it's not what you pay for in a government. And, and I couldn't help but think of it as, again, St. Paul goes through a bit of a crime wave, a crime wave like we haven't seen since the glory days of Murderapolis. Now, bear in mind. Minnesota is a low-crime state. In fact, in terms of per capita crime, uh, last I checked, it has the lowest state crime rate of any state that has a major city, as in top 20 uh, metro areas in it. Our murder rate for the last several years has been under two homicides per 100,000 people for the last several years, which is low. That's... That's the level of the Dakotas. 
That's Wyoming, Montana level violent crime rates. Utah, places that that have very low violent crime because, well, they're still somewhat socially cohesive. And criminals know that you might just wind up getting ventilated from all directions. There's a certain deterrent effect that you don't have of large, heavily armed constitutional carry states that you don't have in places like St. Paul, where statistically your odds of running into a citizen who can end you if you try and commit violent crime upon your fellow humans is less than one out of 100. If you're a betting person, and most of them are, uh, your odds are pretty good of not getting your brains blown out. Anyway. Crime has been booming. We've had 30 homicides in St. Paul so far this year. Oh, there is every opportunity for it to rise from there. And bear in mind, for the last several years, the homicide rate in Minnesota has led to a grand total of about between 80 and 90, under 100 homicides a year. So even as the crime rate in the rest of the state drops, as it did this last year, What you have is the city of St. Paul accounting for a third of the homicides in the state. By the way, traditionally, the two zip codes that make up the high crime part of North Minneapolis traditionally also account for over a third of the homicides in the state of Minnesota. So St. Paul and North Minneapolis are on track to be responsible for two-thirds of the homicides in one of the safest states in the union. I thought about this this morning as I was driving down the rutted, shaky, swampy, miserable side streets and out across the ill-maintained, well, let's be honest, unmaintained road that led me out to the freeway that brought me to the station. I couldn't help but think when I read the, uh, I couldn't help but think about that uh, about the op-ed that appeared this past week in the Star Tribune, in which uh, a writer, I'm going to guess that that writer was either Patricia Lopez or Lori Sturdivant, it's credited to the editorial board, uh, is entitled Public Safety Here and Now in St. Paul. Mayor, uh, subtitled, Mayor Melvin Carter has a vision, but maybe neglecting immediate needs. <laughs> maybe neglecting immediate needs. Uh, call for Captain Obvious. Your promotion to major has arrived. And I read this this op-ed this past week, and I couldn't help but think of the pillorying I gave to a, a, a tweet by one of the members of that editorial board. In fact, possibly the author, the primary author of the op-ed that I just listed, a woman named Patricia Lopez who in October and November of 2019 was part of an editorial board that pretty much endorsed every DFL candidate for office in Minneapolis and St. Paul. There was a few Republicans who endorsed either people who had no choice of winning or upsetting the DFL machine or people who were such shoe-ins that there was no point in endorsing a DFLer. I mean, those those are the Republicans that the Star Tribune editorial board endorses uh, to give some impression, however fraudulent, of of not being partisan hacks. And Patricia Lopez tweeted, perhaps unfortunately, given the fact that that many of us conservative pundits were on this, like white on rice, uh, she she tweeted uh, back uh, November 15th, just got my proposed property tax statement with a big fat $257 increase for the city of St. Paul. This is insane. 
And by the way, the, the tax increases are insane. And as someone who has worked for the St. Paul Republican Party, been an officer of the St. Paul Republican Party, tried to endorse candidates to run against the media and DFL and nonprofit industrial complex machine to bring some sanity to the government of St. Paul, I thought that was highly ironic since Patricia Lopez has basically rubber-stamped the endorsement of every DFL that has run for office in that rapidly decaying city. Well, both of those rapidly decaying Twin Cities. Uh, for as long as she has been on the editorial board, and for all I know, well before that. And so I found it highly ironic when the Star Tribune editorial board, which, by the way, heartily endorsed Mayor Carter, uh, started off writing, 30 people have been killed by violence this year in St. Paul as of Tuesday. It's painful to reduce these lives to statistics, but it must be done for a full understanding of how to respond The number is a 25-year high in annual homicides in the city. True. But it may also be an aberration. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Uh, A trend regression line drawn for the city over the last 15 years would point downward, one over the past five, uh, upward. True. The homicide rate can be volatile, up 100% in St. Paul this year, for instance, after a 32.5% decline in 2018. Minneapolis had a similarly dramatic spike in 1995-1996 to rates far higher than St. Paul's is now, followed by a, a few years later by equally notable decline. And yet, 30 lost lives. This demands a prompt response emphasizing basic policing and leads to concern over Mayor Melvin Carter's plans to direct resources instead toward a hopeful but intangible uh, vision of community-first public safety. Uh, by the way, I, I want to come back to this because this, this trips into an area where a government official occasionally absolutely slips up and tells the truth. Uh, we'll come back to that, by the way. 651-289-4488 if you have questions, comments. After that, we're going to talk about Thanksgiving on the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Tell me about the you say you don't give. AM 1280, The Patriot. Sebastian Gorka here for Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that was formulated by doctors to help your body deal with inflammation and pain. The reason I've told so many of my friends about the three-week quick start is because as we get older, occasional aches and pains can be a real problem, keeping you from sleeping through the night or doing the things you love and need to do, like taking walks or playing golf, going up or downstairs, or simply playing with your kids or grandkids. Tens of thousands are now like me, glad they ordered the three-week quick start for just nineteen ninety-five. After years of back pain, I found relief, and I believe you could too. Folks, this is why the father and son owners of Relief Factor, Pete and Seth Talbot, created the three-week quick start, and they discounted it to only nineteen ninety-five. Approximately 70% of those who order it go on to order more. Let's see if we can get you out of pain too. Go to relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com, or call 800-500-8384. This is Jerry Boyer of Town Hall Finance for townhall.com. Of course, you already know that Thanksgiving is associated with the Pilgrim's Feast at Plymouth Plantation. You've seen the paintings and heard the story of the bountiful harvest. But have you heard the whole story? I just published a piece on Town Hall Finance which documents how, when the Pilgrims arrived, they were required by London elites who financed the expedition to practice a form of communism, which was in vogue at the time. We shouldn't be surprised that the result was famine, starvation, and plague. 
The settlers decided to defy the planners in London to reject what they called the conceits of Plato and instead embrace the Ten Commandments and instituted private property. The result was abundance. That history used to be taught to earlier generations of Americans, but no longer. Maybe this Thanksgiving, skip the arguing about politics and put something else on the table. Share the real hidden history of America. Happy Thanksgiving. I'm Jerry Boyer. Sponsored by ADF, Alliance Defending Freedom. Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where he takes on... Uh, Gene, who do you take on anyway? Maniacal landlords, slippery renters, overbearing HOA boards, demanding homeowners. Oh, and the legislative lunacy brought on by local politicians wanting to fix everything for us. It's a common sense perspective on the news and stories that affect you the most right where you live. Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1280, The Patriot. Grab a cup of coffee and help Gallagher's Army at Lucky Station. Hi, it's Mike Gallagher. You know Gallagher's Army provides financial assistance to the families of fallen officers when they need it most, as soon as a tragedy occurs. When you buy a cup of coffee at any Lucky's Station convenience store, they're going to make a donation to Gallagher's Army, the Fallen Officer Fund. There's a Lucky's Station store in every corner of the metro. Find them online at luckysstations.com. That's Lucky's with an S, stations with an S, dot com. Cups for Cups from Lucky's Stations. 651-289-4488 The number to call should you want to join me here on the Northern Alliance Radio Network It's <laughs> my high school prom theme by the way Northern Alliance Radio Network Going on 16 years Dominating Twin Cities Weekend Radio We're just four, mo- ah, four months away Three months away Four months away 16th anniversary, which means it's high time for our 10th anniversary party. I keep talking about planning it. I'm going to do it. This may be the year. Hey, don't forget, all the perks of a rewards card, none of the hassle. That's the AM1280 The Patriot Fan Club. Go to am1280thepatriot.com. Click on Fan Club for member-exclusive access to perks, prizes, savings, giveaways, getaways, and much more. Uh, by the way, all sorts of stuff going on. I, I by, by the way, the Freedom Fan Club is brought to you by Lucky Stations. I found out that there's actually a lucky station in St. Paul, in St. Paul proper. I mean, good luck, Lucky. I hope you don't get chased out by the the, the tax and regulation, or the or the uh, or the or the social justice warrior crowd, or perhaps people ban gas stations in St. Paul. Don't rule it out. But I'm going to enjoy it while it lasts. It's the place I go for my gas, my snacks, my whatever I get from gas stations. Definitely be there uh, and. While you're at it, sign up for the Patriot Fan Club, am1280thepatriot.com. Talking about the inability of either of the cities to uh, to, to take care of the basics, uh, the simple basics of, of, well, it's not simple, it's quite complicated, but it's one of the reasons we pay our tax dollars, dealing with crime. Uh, and, and it's interesting, it pops up with a tweet right now, two minutes ago, from uh, Reverend Tim Christopher. Not a Republican, not a conservative, but certainly uh, the fellow who uh, we interviewed a couple times last year made big sparks uh, testifying against the DFL's gun grab bills in the legislature. Became something of a national star. And he reported a fairly typical weekend in North Minneapolis. And I quote, I'm really in shock right now. Four shootings, two carjackings, someone was hit in the head with a bat. All this violence, and Jacob Fry hasn't said a word. Dude, you're weak, and my job as of today is make sure you're voted out. 
From your mouth to God's ears, Reverend Tim, uh, I you, you are welcome on my airwaves anytime to work uh, towards that goal. I am totally with you on that. And it's not a whole lot different in say. Obviously, Reverend uh, Christopher works in Minneapolis. That's his bailiwick uh, where his church is. He doesn't live there anymore. He had to hit the uh, he, he he had to get out of the neighborhood as well. And believe me, there's a lot of people not just Republicans, but moderate Democrats who value their property values have had to do as well. They up and got out. And, uh, and, and I couldn't help but think of that as I read the Star Tribune's op-ed in the immediate aftermath of Patricia Lopez's, I don't know, blurting out last week that the tax burden of the city, whose government she endorsed unreservedly, well, with no reservations that that made it out in public at all uh, during the, the last round of elections. And I don't know, every single round of elections anyone can remember for all of history for the last 50 years, certainly the last 30 plus years, uh, she, 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 it reminded me of the simple fact that, that in St. Paul, we saw in this last round of municipal elections uh, about a month ago a lot of complaints about the Tony Soprano-style trash collection system. But when it came time to actually vote on the issue, Tony Soprano-style trash collection and the DFL agenda and the DFL slate won by a two-to-one margin. How does that happen? I couldn't help but think of that, thinking about this this op-ed, which, and again, Sounds a little bit like Patricia Lopez's writing, but it could also be Laurie Stortevant, uh, who went on to point out in the op-ed, the Minneapolis spike in the 1990s was both generically explainable and mysterious in its abruptness. The violence, by the way, they go on to contradict that, that diagnosis. The violence is gang-related, though ferocious even for that field. Oh, you betcha. To the extent a formal response could be credited for the subsequent <laughs> reduction it would be code for a computer-assisted targeting of police resources that grew out of a philosophy called broken windows, implemented to a claim in New York under Mayor Rudy Giuliani during the 1990s. Giuliani's successor, Mayor Bloomberg, who's running for president now, extended the concept during the 2000s when it morphed into a practice called stop and frisk. Well, no. Stop and frisk was one of the tactics involved in community policing. Anyway, the idea behind all these efforts was to stop problems before they started. Uh, It goes on to say that type of aggressive, preventive policing is now out of vogue. Well, because it's been beaten out of vogue by the politically correct, progressive, I mean politically correct, by the progressive mafia that has taken over both cities. The progressive mafia that will refuse on purely ideological grounds to call the problems in either of these cities what they actually are. Something that that St. Uh, Ramsey County Sheriff Bob Fletcher, with whom this broadcast has had many problems over the years, against whom this broadcast has actively campaigned to not much uh, effect, unfortunately. I, with all of that said, Bob Fletcher was the stopped clock that was right twice a day a couple weeks ago when he said, and I suspect to the great umbrage of Mayor Carter and the progressive clack that runs St. Paul, that the current 
crime wave in St. Paul is an offshoot of a gang war that's been going on for the better part of a decade that has claimed many lives across the metro, not just in St. Paul, is a battle between two rival, essentially organized crime syndicates in the city of St. Paul, because that's what the big street gangs are. they no different than the mafia in New York in the 1950s. They, they're different families that divide up bits of turf and fight for other bits of turf and and, uh, and kill people who stray across the turf or, or settle old scores. By the way, this is what you have going on in St. Paul. According to Sheriff Fletcher, settling of scores that go back to, I don't know, in some cases back during the George W. Bush administration, scores that predate Mayor uh, Coleman, uh, that would be Nick, uh, I mean, not Nick, Chris, not Norm, uh, stuff that goes almost back to the 1990s in some respects. You'll never hear them say that. In fact, you will never hear the word gang coming from Mayor Carter. They, they changed the term to street groups because you don't want to impugn. You don't want to say it's politically incorrect to actually, oh, I don't know, Assign guilt where it belongs. This kind of the, 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 the Star Tribune op-ed goes on to say that kind of aggressively preventive policing is now out of vogue to the extent Bloomberg felt the need to apologize for it this month as he prepared to enter the Democratic campaign for president. The conclusion is now that the practice has poisoned police community relations and didn't influence crime rates in ways that broader trends wouldn't have done anyway. All sorts of second guessing involved here. There, there may be better. As a, as a libertarian, I could completely see having all kinds of problems with broken windows policing. But the fact is, the Star Tribune endorsed Mayor McDreamy and Mayor Carter without reservation. And now they're wondering why they're getting, well, the results we have. Thanks for nothing, Star Tribune. When I want your opinion, I'll pay 25 cents for your paper. Never going to happen. When we come back, Thanksgiving. Go nowhere. Northern Alliance, Sam 1280, The Patriot. Looking for future leaders we can trust and believe in? Look no further than the high school student athletes right here in Minnesota. High school sports teach young people how to be effective leaders. It begins by making their grades and being on time for practice. It includes learning to listen, following directions, Accepting responsibility, being a good role model. And it's about respect for officials, opponents, the rules, and each other. The result? It transcends sports. It gives us hope for the future. High school sports. There's so much more than just a game. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. Digital marketing is a big part of just about every business. It's everywhere. Is your business using it to your advantage? Are you receiving your share of the leads? If you're not effectively using digital media, you could be losing sales by the second. Even worse, your customers can be grabbed up one by one, never to return. Not sure if you're losing out to the competition? 
Salem Surround can help you. We give you all the right tools to surround your target audience and turn website visitors into leads. Salem Surround is a full-service digital agency providing you with all your marketing under one roof. Total market penetration for increased return on investment. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and to learn more how we can help you place your advertising message in front of today's digital consumers. Salem Surround helps deliver customers by putting your business message in front of the right person at the right time. Learn more at surroundmsp.com. Connecting you with new customers. Black Friday savings continue through Monday at Ace. Visit acehardware.com to get your coupon for 15% off your entire purchase, in-store or online. Whether it goes under the tree or into a stocking, our best brands always make the best gifts. So bring in your list and save big with 15% off your entire purchase, in-store or online, Saturday through Monday. Must present coupon redeem. Offer valid at participating stores and acehardware.com on regular priced items. Limit one. Exclusion supply. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. What does it mean to be a Christian woman in today's culture? How does your faith in Jesus Christ relate to the world around you? Sometimes to have faith can seem like an overwhelming task in today's busy and sometimes challenging landscape. That's why you need to visit iBelieve.com. iBelieve.com is a site designed for Christian women. iBelieve.com has blogs, videos, and even daily devotionals. Whether you're looking for advice, ideas for your church group, or just an uplifting message, visit iBelieve.com. That's iBelieve.com. AM 1280, The Patriot.